I can't imagine watching the, the, the war room scene in, in a war room. It's just fantastic. Yeah, it's a great idea. Welcome to Cold War Conversations. If attack is imminent, you will hear the attack sound like this. If the fallout warning sounds are heard, they will be like these. Buy food well-wrapped or in tins. By the way, don't forget your tin opener and bottle opener. Today's episode is a very short bonus episode I recorded last weekend while at a film showing of Dr. Strangelove in a former UK regional seat of government bunker in Cheshire. The Hat Green Bunker is my local Cold War museum and a kind financial supporter of the podcast too. So if you are ever in the Cheshire area of the UK, I highly recommend a visit. If you are enjoying the podcast, please leave written reviews in Apple Podcasts or share us on social media. By telling your friends, you can really help the podcast grow. And please excuse the audio quality on my side. I had a slight problem with the microphone, so apologies for that. In today's interview, I speak to Lucy Siebert, the museum director, as well as some of the audience for the film showing. We welcome the Hack Green Secret Nuclear Bunker, to our Cold War conversation. So I'm here tonight at Hack Green for the opening night of your Cold War movies. Bunker Film Bash. The Bunker Film Bash. You can tell they've done their marketing properly here. Um, I'm here with Lucy Siebert, who is the uh, proprietor of this fine nuclear bunker. So, uh, how's it been going? Good. Uh, this is our first film night, and it's a complete sellout. Uh, there really isn't a better place to watch Doctor Strangelove than in a war room in a nuclear bunker. We've also got When the Wind Blows coming up later in the year, and the ultimate nuclear Armageddon double feature of Threads and The Day After, because if you want to go for a cheerful night out in a nuclear bunker, nothing says that like Threads. <laughs> Wow, so uh, un- unmissable, unmissable films there. I've, I've seen all of them, but I have brought a guest tonight who has not seen Doctor Strangelove, and I was surprised to discover that Lucy hasn't seen Doctor Strangelove either. Yes, I've never seen Doctor Strangelove. Um, I don't quite know how I've managed to miss it, in that I think I've seen many of the films about nuclear subjects, but I'm sure we will all enjoy it tonight anyway. I'm sure we will. Thank you very much. I'm going to uh, see if some of the uh, other people here to see the film are uh, available for a chat, but thank you. So I'm here with uh, Monique and Samara, who are here at the uh, the Bunker Film Bash tonight for Dr. Strangelove, and they have come in character, I think it's safe to say. Yeah, we thought we'd um, make an effort for the evening. <laughs> yeah. Can you describe your outfit? Um, post-apocalyptic chic, I suppose. <laughs> we went to a post-apocalyptic festival last summer, 
and um, just really enjoyed the aesthetic of it. So we thought we'd make an excuse and come out here and wear it again. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, it's a great look and very suitable for tonight. Monique, have you seen Doctor Strange Love before? Oh, years ago, but I can't really remember much about it. But no, so thought I'd come and see it again. Hi, this is Rhonda in Virginia, and I support Cold War conversations because I think the work that Ian is doing is critically important. I think it's vital to record the firsthand accounts of people who lived and experienced the Cold War uh, because it illustrates history in a way that a book never can. So thank you so much for the podcast. It's my favorite podcast, and I look forward to it every week to be like Rhonda and help to preserve these incredible stories of the Cold War. As a monthly or annual supporter, you'll be able to listen ad-free, you'll become one of our community, get the sought-after Cold War Conversations drinks coaster as a thank you, and you'll bask in the warm glow of knowing that you're helping to preserve Cold War history. Just go to coldwarconversations.com slash donate to find out more. Well, it's a great film. I mean, Peter Sellers in multiple characters can't can't be too bad. Have you seen it? Yes, I've seen it. It's one of my dad's favourite films, so he made sure that I watched it. And it's a brilliant location to show the film in. Oh, well. it is. It's perfect. It is. We're, we're currently in a room viewing uh, various half-dismantled nuclear weapons, so uh, it doesn't get any better than that for a, uh, a nuclear Armageddon film. But thank you very much for your time, and I uh, hope you enjoy the film. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Right, uh, I've just uh, hijacked James here, who's come to see the film as well. Have you seen Doctor Strange Love before? Indeed, I have. Yeah, so uh, last year actually, it was in a, um, a university class. Must have, it was like part of our analysis kind of thing, to understanding like kind of like the both the realism and like the unrealistic aspects of it. So yeah, and to do with like the uh, US Security Council as well. So this is slightly different environment for a for a viewing of it. Have you been to Hat Green before? Oh no, I haven't. No, it's the first time here. Oh, well, you definitely want to come back and have a, a full look around. It's a fascinating place. But thank you. Thank you for that. We've also got Jemima here. Have you seen Doctor Strange Love before? Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw it a few years ago now, just because I really like Kubrick. Oh, you're a Kubrick fan? Yeah, yeah. What about Peter what about Sellers? Um, I've not seen that many Peter Sellers films, but he is great in this because of how many different roles he does, so... He's like very talented because of like the range of people he does and the different accents and. And so uh, you're looking forward to seeing it in the uh, the deepest part of this bunker, then. Definitely, big fan of this period of history as well. So be good. Excellent. Thank you very much. I'm now speaking to John. His guest has uh, just wandered away there. <laughs> I'm not sure what he's what he's fearful of, but. Um, John, have you seen Doctor Strange Love before? I have, yeah, definitely. I grew up uh, watching it. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. Brilliant actors, brilliant comedy, and uh, a story that that's universal. Yeah, and I can tell from your accent that you're not from Nantwich. So, what 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 is your Cold War experience? I grew up in California during the '60s, so we always had like the threat of it hanging over us. We had drills in school. My father worked in the aerospace industry and was making, you know, components. So it was part of our everyday life. Uh, it's kind of been replaced now with shootings rather than, you know, nuclear bombings. Uh, but yeah, certainly it was it was part and parcel of our normal life. We always half expected the bombs to come raining down at any time. 
Okay, and an unusual location to watch a movie as well tonight. It's it's perfect, isn't it? I mean, this is the right place to do it. I, I just I can't imagine watching the 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 war room scene in in a war room. It's just fantastic. Yeah, it's a great idea. Have you been to been to Hack Green before? Yes, yes. I've been living here about four or five years now, so uh, it's a great place. We take our friends here, and uh, it's a great place for to, even the kids enjoy it. And it's great on a rainy day because it's underground. And, uh, yeah, it's in fantastic condition, and you see things that just look like they've just come out of use, uh, even though, you know, they're, they're that old and um, a great bunch. And, and, yeah, it's a great place. Thank you very much. Thank you. So, you've seen Dr. Strangelove before? Oh, yeah, many years ago. Um, obviously, as I grew up again, you know, I'm the same sort of age group as this young man, and, you know, it was, uh, it was of its time, um, very popular. And, you know, really good movie. So it'd be fun to see it again. Yeah, no, exactly. I haven't seen it for a while. And uh, I remember all the very or some of the various Peter Sellers characters. And he, he's just so good in this. Well, he's, he, he's one of the classic British actors. And whatever he did was a success. If not, I don't know about monetarily, but um, certainly from an acting and comedic point of view, um, he was superb. And obviously a sad day when he passed. But, you know, no, it'd be fun to see, I have to say. And uh, just to see some of the expressions on his face. Um, and, of course, it's still referred to occasionally in, in uh, pop culture, like in the West Wing. Um, and, uh, you know, it's... It's really, it's really, it's just quite exciting coming here to see it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good, it's a great location for it. And you know, when when you look back at the Cold War, what's your, you know, what's the the main memory you have of it? Well, I suppose in in uh, from one perspective, um, the main threat was always going to be in America um, because of Cuba and, and other things. Um, <clears throat> and unusually, at that time, I didn't know, but my my un- one of my uncles worked in worked for NASA down in California, which is kind of an interesting you know connection. Of course, if you if you chart the from sort of 1955 through to the 60s, when obviously you had the Bay of Pigs and the Cold War, and then they moved into was it Detente they called it? I don't know. Um, you know, it was a, a really scary period for the world because you're relying on one man to push a button. And uh, no one should have that much responsibility. But, you know, as a youngster, you kind of didn't take it that seriously. We're too busy playing football. And, you know, if the world was suddenly wiped out, you probably would never know anyway. Yeah. But, um, but I, you know, I, I remember the change of the, of the guard once the Cold War ended as well. So interesting period in history. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you've all got a postcard as well from uh, Ian from Cold War Conversation Podcast. If you like the Cold War, um, watch, listen to the podcast. It's here tonight as well. Excellent time called the podcast. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want some popcorn or drinks, you've got some back. Um, other than that, if you've got any issues, just give me a shout. Out. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. For more than a year, ominous rumors have been privately circulating among high-level Western leaders that the Soviet Union had been at work on what was darkly hinted to be the ultimate weapon, a doomsday device. Intelligence sources traced the site of the top-secret Russian project to the perpetually fog-shrouded wasteland below the Arctic peaks of the Zokov Island. 
what they were building, or why it should be located in such a remote and desolate place, no one could say. So, we have just finished watching Dr. Strangelove in the Hack Green nuclear bunker, and I have my friend Kareem, who's never seen Dr. Strangelove before, and uh, he's going to share his, his first impressions of this Stanley Kubrick classic. Well, fantastic film, yeah, it was uh, great to see it in a bunker, to see in a war room, watching a film about a war room in a, in a war room. Wonderful film, very... Uh, of its time, it looked quite dated, uh, I thought, some of the effects, but um, great story, very chilling, uh, in a chilly atmosphere. Uh, great acting, Peter Sellers, superstar, wonderful, playing three parts there. Great film, recommend it, and recommend the um, the venue as well. Well, thank you. Yeah, this this was also Kareem's first time at Hack Green, and uh, I believe you're you're already planning a return visit. Absolutely, I'll uh, be back with my teenage daughters. Uh, they love history. There's so much on offer there, so much to look at, so much uh, to learn about the uh, the Cold War and the uh, the civil defence. If you like what you're hearing, sign up to our email list at coldwarconversations.com. And we have further photos, videos and information on this episode in our show notes, which will show as a link in your podcast app. Don't forget, if you'd like to get one of those Cold War Conversations coasters, help keep us on the air, then head over to coldwarconversations.com slash donate. And if you can't wait for the next episode, do visit our Facebook discussion group where listeners just like you continue the Cold War Conversation. Just search for Cold War Conversations in Facebook. Thank you very much for listening. It is really appreciated. Goodbye. Not enjoying the ads? Well, you can avoid them by going to coldwarconversations.com slash donate. By becoming a monthly or annual supporter, you'll enjoy ad-free listening, become a part of our community, receive the sought-after Cold War Conversations drinks coaster, and bask in the warm glow of knowing that you're helping to preserve Cold War history. 
Just go to coldwarconversations.com slash donate for more information.